Welcome to Biohacking with Brittany. I am so excited that you are listening today. Enter my giveaway if you haven't done it already. I think that this episode is all about gut health and honestly testing. And one of the best ways that you can do that is through Viome. And Viome is a part of my birthday giveaway. So this giveaway is basically online and you get to enter very easily. And there's a bunch of different ways you can do it. You can enter through my website, through social media, through my newsletter. There's like a bunch of different ways there as well. And I just really encourage you to dive into this if you can. I It's open worldwide. It ends September 8th. There are two prize boxes. Each is worth over $2,200 USD. And that is for all of the different prizes in there. And I will be sending the winners the prize boxes myself. So I'm handling it. I have all the prizes here with me right now. So you will get a big box of goodies from me in the mail, which is really exciting. And in it is a bunch of things like skincare, supplements, at-home tests, like we're going to talk about today, and tech. There's like blue blocking glasses, there's red light therapy, there's all these different things. So it's just such an awesome way to honestly try new products. If I, I think a lot of people would know some of the brands, but I don't think everyone will know everybody. And so it's awesome to kind of be like, oh, I've always wanted to try this product. I'm going to enter to win this giveaway. But now I also get exposure to all of these other brands that I had no idea about. Let me try their products and let me just like fall in love with what they're doing. So I think it's really cool. I wish that there were more biohacking giveaways. <laughs> to be honest, like I don't really see any. I would love to enter them because I would love to win free products <laughs> myself especially when it's valued so highly and it's such a diverse thing, like box of goodies that you can win. And like I previously said on an episode last week, if you get something in and you're like, okay, like I don't really need this. Like I don't really need this skincare. You could gift it to somebody. Like you can give it away. You can, yeah, there's, I'm sure you know people in your life who could benefit from these products. So please enter if you haven't already. So like I said, today is all about Viome. We are diving deep into at-home testing. And I, oh my gosh, I think I first did Viome in 2020. Yeah, I think it was 2020. And they essentially look at, in the beginning, they were only looking at the gut microbiome. So you would do this at-home stool test and they would look at all of the different bacteria, viruses, parasites, all these different things that were in your gut. And then they would also look at the different health functionings of your gut. And this was really interesting to me because when I first got started in the on my health journey, it was actually because I had gut health problems. And I had leaky gut, I had parasites, and I had candida. Ooh, it was a lot. It was a lot. And I was a teenager and I had no idea how to handle any of that. So I really encourage you to try this if you haven't. If you have any gut health issues, I would definitely, definitely get tested with Viome. People send me emails because of their gut. And I always say get tested with Viome. So, you know, it's actually so funny. I don't think I've ever talked about this, but I wrote this article years ago when I was in university. And it's probably like 
I probably wrote that article in, oh my gosh, when was I in university? Wow, this is, I probably wrote that article like eight years ago, something like that. And I wrote this article in Leaky Gut and it got published in this magazine called Vitality. I think it's just called Vitality in Canada. And the this article is like archived online. So like people find it. So people still find that article today and they email me and they say, hey, I saw your article about leaky gut. What can I do? And I always say, get tested with Viome because even though you might have the symptoms of leaky gut or candida or parasites or something like that, you need actual data to be able to make informed decisions on how to move forward. And so what Viome does is they give you these health scores so that you can essentially be like, okay, this is functioning well, this is not functioning well. And then they give you recommendations on food to eat and enjoy, food to limit, and then food to completely avoid. So they give you like a full plan. And I think that's really awesome and really encouraging as well. And they also have their line of supplements now. So this is just being launched to Canada, which is really, really cool. And essentially what it is, is say you could use more digestive enzymes or you could use more magnesium, whatever it might be. They give you personalized supplements to take in relation to what your scores came back on your Viome test, which is awesome because we know that like personalized health is becoming such a hot topic and really, really becoming more mainstream. So it's great to see something like that happen. I would really encourage you, like I said, if you're having any type of gut symptoms to do this test, seriously do it. So in the giveaway, you actually win a full body intelligence test from Viome, which is not just the gut health test that I'm talking about, but they also test your saliva and they test your blood. And this is awesome because they look at your oral microbiome. They look at your blood and all of the biomarkers in there that could be impacting your health. So it's a very holistic and full spectrum at-home test to do, which is awesome. So I would really encourage you to get tested with Viome or enter my giveaway or do both (laughs) so that you could win. And if you want to try Viome yourself and you're like, okay, I'm going to order this test right now, I have a discount code. I'll put it in the show notes. I think it's BioBrit, which is like the only company that has ever given me that discount code. It's usually Biohacking Brittany, but it's BioBrit spelled like B-I-O-B-R-I-T, which is just funny. So use that discount code. I think it saves you money at checkout. Well, I know it does. So definitely check that out and enjoy this podcast episode. It is very insightful all about gut health and I will catch you tomorrow for another one. Welcome to Biohacking with Brittany. Thank you everyone for listening. This is part of the big giveaway I am doing for my birthday. If you haven't entered yet, I really suggest you do so. It's all over my website, my social media, in my show notes, kind of everywhere. And essentially it is a two-day giveaway And each day has different products involved with it. And there are products from a bunch of wellness and health and biohacking brands. So these are companies that I love and use personally that I just really wanted to be able to give to somebody, even though it's my birthday, but I'm giving them away. So I'm really excited about it. And please enter. You can enter as many accounts or emails or whatever as you want 
because this is the biggest giveaway I've done to date. And so I am super excited about it. Today, I am talking with the team from Viome, which I, again, am excited about. I have been using Viome's tests for a few years now, actually. So this is cool to kind of go back to this and look at the results, look at the tests and really see how far the company has come. I have Hilary Kaiser on the show with me and Grant Antoine, which I am super excited about. And so both of you, welcome to the show. Thanks, Brittany. Happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. Awesome. So, you know, it's interesting the timing of this because I had my husband just do your Viome gut health intelligence test and he got the results back and he hasn't shared them with me yet which is funny in itself. And he's like, I read through it and everything basically says that I'm like stressed and have, I'm prone to anxiety. And I was like, okay, like, don't worry, we can go through it. But it got me thinking, like when people initially get tested for the first time, like what is kind of the response when they do these tests that you could do on your health? Well, I mean, like your husband, some people's initial response is, oh my God, I have so much to work on. But eventually, once you kind of get into it, you find, okay, now I understand what's going on with my body. And now I have a roadmap to figure it out. That's the beauty of Viome is we're not just going to tell you what's wrong, but we'll tell you how you can fix it. And we give personalized nutrition programs of what foods you should eat, what foods you should not eat, and also personalized supplements. So it may be a bit alarming at first for some people. But there's always hope and there's a path forward to fix it all. Yeah. And hopefully the results and recommendations, they resonate, right? And I think most of the time they do. People get their results and they're like, hey, yeah, you know what? I am experiencing gas and bloating or I am in, you know, experiencing high levels of stress or you know, I know my vitamin D levels are low. Whatever that might be, it, it resonates. And again, like Kelly just mentioned, they, they've got some quick and easy steps, some actions they can take right after that, right? That's delivered to the app and they can take control of their health and we can get them back on the path to wellness. Yeah, exactly. And I love that you are really focusing on like personalized nutrition and personalized wellness in general. I think it's nice to see a company do this instead of traditional one size fits all approaches, even with like the dietary recommendations. Um, So for people, I guess, who maybe don't know a lot about Viome, how do the tests work and how are you actually able to personalize the approaches so much? Yeah, so tests are available online. You can go online to Viome.com and we have a variety of tests. Our flagship is going to be our full body intelligence project where we're going to look at samples from your stool, blood, and saliva. The oral microbiome has been our focus this last year. Um, and we're actually bringing some oral health products to the market, personalized oral health products, both in the form of uh, like probiotic lozenges and then toothpaste. But you go on to Viome.com, you pick uh, which test you want to do, you order that, and it'll come to your door, um, you collect your samples and send those to the lab. Our turnaround time is about 10 days from when we receive your samples. And then we're going to deliver your results to our uh, mobile app, right, that you download on your phone. All the results or recommendations will come through the app. And then if you get your, your diet recommendations, get your superfoods, your avoids, your scores, you can, from there, you can go on your own. Or if you decide to partner with us with uh, supplements, we can custom blend your formula in real time and then we'll ship that to your door. Now you've got your 
vitamins, minerals, herbs, uh, amino acids, polyphenols, um, your probiotics, your postbiotics, your prebiotic fibers, um, all those are going to be personally formulated for you and shipped right to you. So we're able to do the personalization because of our deep molecular insights, which sounds kind of like a, a fancy way of like, we're just assessing your biology, not just your biology, but the biology and activity of the microbes, because their activity matters, right? Both in our gut and in our oral cavity. Because of our technology, being able to look at RNA, we can actually look at that activity. Other tests, like if you're going to do a stool test, they're really just looking at DNA. And, and DNA, I mean, it can help you describe you know, what microbes are there, what critters are there, right? And maybe their relative mm -hmm. abundance, but it can't tell you if they're alive. It can't tell you if they're dead. And it certainly can't tell you their activity, right? So it's more about naming names. And the science has really gotten away from that. And the current understanding is this focus on the metabolic potential and the metabolic activity of both the oral and gut microbiomes. And it's really that activity that determines whether our gut is, you know, is it healthy for us or is it unhealthy, right? Is it putting the brakes on our wellness or is it actually supporting us and, and helping us from a mental health perspective, a cardiovascular perspective, a digestive perspective, because we can measure that activity. Now we can say, oh, well, we've got this biological or biochemical pathway. We know what substrates are involved. We know maybe there's magnesium at this point, or maybe there's a prebiotic fiber that comes in that's going to produce the output that we want. Because we know the pathways, we can leverage those, hit them with nutritional targets, and then give you the personalized recommendations that are going to hit your areas of improvement based off your scores. That's kind of the, the platform in a nutshell. Um, and we've had a lot of success so far. So it, it's really cool to, to see things come into fruition. Yeah, I love that. I think it's surprising. And I think this is where my husband was coming from is I think in his mind, so he actually did the full health test now that you said that, because I'm remembering helping him with the blood and everything a month ago. <laughs> but I think when he got his results back, he was surprised at the mention and focus on brain health and mental health, because maybe in his mind, he was like, oh, we're looking at my microbiome, like sure, digestion, sure, like maybe gut problems. But wait a minute, how does that actually impact my mental health and my brain and my performance? And I don't think he thought there was a connection there necessarily. So can you kind of elaborate on the gut brain connection that you've maybe seen in your research? Yeah, absolutely. It, it's not intuitive, right? And um, people, you think, oh, hey, the gut, it's, it's for food. It's for pooping. Yeah. It's digestion, right? That's, it's a, a one-trick pony. But actually, the, our gut and, you know, really from the mouth to our rectum, it's our largest interface with the outside world, right? We think of the gut being inside of us, but it's actually the outside world. And that's why we see all these microbes and all this activity in there. But because it's our largest interface with the outside world, it's constantly being monitored. And the, the nervous system and the brain have a special interest in making sure it knows exactly what environmental exposures, microbes, you know, possible threats, you know, activities that are occurring inside this tube. And because of that, it's, it's wrapped in immune tissue, it's wrapped in nervous tissue, and there's a direct line from the gut to the brain. Uh, it's it's the vagus nerve, right? And there's actually more, there's more signals coming from the gut to the brain than from the brain to the gut. And a lot of that signaling is, is affected by the microbiome and the activity that's occurring there, right? So absolutely gut health and your microbiome are playing a role 
And, and because it's involved with the, the vagus nerve, which is involved with our autonomic nervous system, this idea of like stress and fight or flight, sympathetic versus parasympathetic activity, parasympathetic going to be like that rest and digest activity, right? That we think of, of, you know, whenever we're trying to be mindful or, you know, have a meditation practice, we're trying to stimulate and boost that parasympathetic activity. And the microbes, their metabolites and everything that's occurring has a direct effect on that nervous system and um, can help us, again, either uh, put the brakes on our ability to deal with stress or support us in our adaptation, our resilience when it comes to stress. Lots of data behind depression, anxiety, socialization, which is really interesting. They've, they've been able to show just by like fecal uh, microbe transplants, they can take healthy, what, what's considered a healthy definition of a microbiome, transplant that into a, an unhealthy uh, rodent or, or organism, and it's going to start to mirror and reflect the same healthy behaviors as the, the original host of that healthy microbiome. And, and what that ends up translating is you see more socialization, more involvement with the, you know, the herd mentality. And it's kind of interesting when you start to think about it. It's like, okay, well, when the microbes are healthy and they're happy, they want us to go meet and greet each other and have this exchange of healthy microbes among us. Like we're not the microbes, but, you know, among the mice or among the humans. And it's almost as if the microbes, they want us when we are our healthiest to go and exchange and, and, and share those microbes with others in our, in our clan. It's really interesting, kind of mind-blowing when you start to think about it. And they see the exact opposite. If you transplant a, an unhealthy microbiome, people get withdrawn. They have more anxiety. They have more depression. They, they put on weight. It's really interesting, the science behind all of it. Yeah, I've heard of that before. And I remember just being like so mind-blown that that is possible and that that can even just like occur like that is, is pretty wild. Something I find interesting is that the microbiome, as you know, like just changes so much and it's so diverse and even changes day to day. And I think it's like what every five days it's, it's completely different or like significantly different, maybe not a hundred percent. We definitely see temporal changes, you know, from meal to meal, from day to day, from night versus day, right. From fasting to non-fasting. But those are more acute changes um, and, and typically more, um, we'll have these little blooms, right, based off the foods that we're eating and, and this bloom, just meaning a, like a growth in specific bacteria here and there. Those are all great and fine. And we do measure and can, we, we can see those changes, but your baseline microbiome, which you start to build from birth, right, and, and stays with us, the relative compositions and overall activity, that's much more stable over time. It actually takes months to influence and change and have it adapt, right? An example would be if I grow up, I'm young, and my diet, you know, I don't know, maybe um, if you're in the U.S., maybe you're in like South Texas and, you know, barbecue is king and you, your diet's full of red meat and smoked meats and fats and uh, processed carbs, um, you know, good old American barbecue yeah. diet, right? Uh, then your microbiome from the start is going to reflect an adaptation to that style of diet to where your microbiome, those microbes that feed on those, all those proteins, your microbiome that feeds on all those saturated fats, on those processed carbs, they're going to be your baseline. Now, as you move into older age, that's, your, that's kind of your microbiome fingerprint you can change it by through diet. Say you go vegan, say you go vegetarian, you know, maybe even just a Mediterranean diet. 
we'll start to see those changes to your baseline fingerprint microbiome, but they actually take much longer to occur and to be permanent and like meaningful, right? And by meaningful, really, it's those changes start to have an impact on your health. And uh, so, yeah, I just want to make that distinction. Yeah, there's definitely some temporal changes that, that, that occur acutely based off diet and lifestyle, but we also have this lifelong microbiome identity that's much more stable and we can influence it and we can improve it, but it takes a little more work and a little more effort. And right. the thing too, you can become a vegan or vegetarian, you can try to adapt to those changes, but as, as soon as you remove that stimulus, the tendency is for you to revert back to your original microbiome. So you'll go back to that, that barbecue microbiome. Uh, so it, it's, it's really fascinating. Yeah, that's interesting because, yeah, that's what I was going to talk about is like if the microbiome changes so frequently, then how often do we need to test type of thing? But then on the other hand is like, okay, say you do a test, you get your results and you stick to some sort of plan or the recommendations that you give for three months. Is that enough time to be able to change this like underlying core microbiome that you have? It is. That's that's the shortest, right? And that's based off the literature. And we know that, you know, around three months, if you're staying consistent with, with diet, lifestyle, supplementation, you're going to start reaping those benefits after three months, right? We're going to be able to measure detectable changes in your microbiome and get the downstream results. So that's at three months is about as soon as we would recommend you retesting. Smart. Other folks, they might have some conditions. They might be dealing with, you know, medical health conditions that are really putting the hurdles in front of them and, and it slows their progress. So sometimes it can take longer than three months, depending on what's going on with the individual. But yeah, that's um, about as quickly as you'd want to retest. Yeah, no, that, that makes a lot of sense. When I was getting tested more frequently, I think I was doing maybe every three to six months or something like that, just to kind of track things like you said. But I'm curious about the connection between gut health and hormones this is something that I see a lot on social media, actually. Like both of those topics are by themselves are really, really popular now. And it's great to see so much content and education come out about it. But I'm curious what the relationship is there that you have found, especially as it pertains to maybe women's health and maybe fertility, but just maybe hormones in general. Yeah, absolutely. I know my ladies out there, Gut health is foundational, right? Coming, you know, my, my training, my background is in integrative medicine, naturopathic medicine, and we absolutely have to start with the gut. And it's, again, one of these connections that isn't intuitive, just like the, the gut-brain connection. It really stems to two things. One, the relationship with the gut with the liver, and two, the microbes themselves. So the way the body detoxifies, and whether that's a, a medication or a heavy metal, you know, some environmental, you might be a pesticide, or even a hormone, right? Because hormones, we need to produce them, we need to release them, they need to do their work, but we don't need them hanging around. We need to be able to detoxify them and eliminate them. And the liver does the majority of that work, right? So um, those hormones will go to the liver, we'll biotransform them, and basically we'll throw tags on them, uh, biochemical tags that make them easier to, to um, remove from the body. So it'll make it more water soluble or things like this, right? So we'll throw, the liver will throw the tags and then a lot of it, it's going to throw into the gut for removal, right? So I'll say, hey, I'm going to throw this into the garbage and have the trash man take it away. Well, depending on what's happening in our gut, all that Biotransformed hormone is getting delivered usually through our bile, right? So you've heard of your gallbladder, 
the liver will produce bile. It'll push a lot of these toxins that it's trying to release into the gallbladder. Um, it sits there into the bile until we eat. The gallbladder squeezes. We squeeze that bile into the gut. And now those toxins and those things we're trying to eliminate are in the gut. And ideally, fibers are there to bind them. Uh, we have good motility. Our bowels are moving. And then we, we do our business and, and we eliminate and we are able to push those those toxins and those hormones out of our body. What happens, though, is things aren't always working properly. And if things start to linger, see, we have some gas, bloating, constipation, things sit, they sit ferment. And now microbes have an opportunity. Yeah, they have more of an exchange with these metabolites and with these hormones. And the, the, the microbes themselves can actually reverse the work that the liver just did. It can remove these tags from your estrogen, your progesterone, your testosterone, and remove these tags. And now the body will actually reabsorb the hormone. If things are sitting around long enough, we take off the tags. Now these hormones are getting reabsorbed. And we see this a lot with estrogen excess and, and hormonal imbalances with, with women. I mean, it's really a, a relative estrogen excess, right? Not necessarily like an overt, you know, high estrogen or estradiol on lab, which, you know, is pretty common as well. But this relative ratio of estrogen to progesterone, but these ladies are reabsorbing all this estrogen. It's going back into circulation. And it's contributing to their their abdominal pain and bloating, and it's this feeling of fullness, headaches, right, uh, fatigue, mood swings. So yeah, absolutely, the gut, and and so really, we go back and we start to say, well, what do we need to do if we're having hormonal issues? Maybe we have PMS, endometriosis, PCOS, whatever that might be. We know we need the bowels to be moving. We need them to be functional. We want to make sure things aren't lingering. We want to support the liver in helping that do that work to detoxify and apply those tags, like I mentioned. And then we want to make sure we've got a diet that's full of fibers and things to bind those toxins to help move them out of the body. And then certainly if there's some help or support we need with the microbiome and its activity, we want that to be working in our favors. Because even the bile acids themselves, the microbes can convert those back into bile salts. And that can be pro-inflammatory in the gut, and that's something we measure at Viome and a part of your gut health score. But really, you want to be thinking comprehensively, and certainly the gut and gut health and microbes are going to play a role in your hormone balance, for sure. Yeah, that was a really good explanation of that, just how it can accumulate. And it's like doing these tests and then getting the results and recommendations, but then also tying it into the bigger picture of your health and what that means for the conditions that you might be dealing with whether it's like PCOS or irregular cycles or anything like that. Have you found any of your female customers have maybe used Viome in terms of helping with their pregnancy journey or during pregnancy? Have you seen any like interesting results if women get tested? I have a lot of female listeners, so I'm just curious what insights maybe you could provide. I mean, I don't have any specific stories from pregnant women, but I know in my own health journey, taking the Viome supplements and following the recommendations has really helped me a lot. I suffered from PMS and endometriosis, and just getting my gut right has been really instrumental to just getting those issues cleared up and feeling really good at that time of month. So, I mean, I can speak from myself from my own experience. It's been huge. Yeah. Pregnancy and pre-pregnancy planning, conception, all that, uh, we, it hasn't really been a focus area for us, so we don't have any like direct data to, to share with you. It's definitely an, uh, a place we want to go because we feel that's a prime time for personalized nutrition for both mom and baby. 
So we definitely have our eye on it. It just hasn't been a primary focus of the company so far. But yeah, I mean, just intuitively, we've been talking, you know, diet, nutrition, your gut, all that's going to be an important role throughout pregnancy and, and certainly in early life. And, and you always want to be thinking about mom's terrain and mom's microbiome because mom is one that's primarily passing on the microbes to baby, right? Both through vaginal delivery, through colostrum and, and mommy's breast milk. This initial exchange introduction to microbes from mom to baby is critical. And when that exchange doesn't occur completely or efficiently, or maybe it's broken because of a cesarean section or what have you, maybe mom doesn't breastfeed, um, maybe there's an issue there. When we see some interruption in that exchange, we start to see a higher incidence and prevalence of atopic disorders, asthma, eczema, psoriasis, increased number of IgE-mediated allergies. So, you know, there's been a rise in peanut allergies and soy allergies and these kinds of things. Uh, we think that's mostly mediated by this microbial exchange because these microbes, they inf they're, they're education for our immune system, right? It's an early education for the immune system to understand, hey, what's friend, what's foe? Um, what should I be reacting to? What should I not? What's a, like a strong reaction to these microbes? What's a, what's a modest reaction? That's, it, it seems kind of elementary, but it's, it's really fundamental in training our immune system to learn how to interface with the outside world and these microbes. When we don't have that education, that's when we see higher incidence of autoimmunity, these atopic disorders, because really your, your immune system is going unshucked, unregulated, and doesn't have that, that innate education from the early introduction of the microbiome. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I think even just from the standpoint of understanding your health better during preconception time, it's worth getting tested and taking a look at it. I know for myself, like one of the biggest things that I realized when I got tested with Viome was my sensitivity to oxalates. And there's no way I would have known that really without doing this test. I mean, unless I was really, really tracking my symptoms and like super on it every time I ate something high in oxalates, like it just really pointed to a like something that was going on with me. And when you are, I mean, I really try and get people to do a preconception cleanse and just kind of detox and really get as healthy as you can before you start to try to conceive, because that's kind of the time period to do that. You can't really, it's not really great to cleanse or detox during pregnancy or exactly, when, you're try, yeah. when you're trying. Yeah. So I just think Viome like really plays a part in that to understand what gut health issues you might be having and to really work on them during that time before you get pregnant so that those issues are kind of more resolved and then you're not passing on anything to the baby or anything like you mentioned. Yeah, no, that's a great point, Brendan, because that's especially with first time moms, because that first exchange, we store a lot of our toxins like that we're exposed to throughout life. We store that into our fat tissue, right? It's the fat tissue safe. There's not a lot of metabolic activity. We want to get these these toxins away from uh, sensitive tissues. We want to get them away from, you know, our nerves, our cells, our heart cells, our kidneys, um, these really delicate and energy sensitive tissues. Our mitochondria are very sensitive to, to toxins, right? So the body's smart and says, hey, I want to get these out of circulation so they're not bouncing into important structures or, or cells or, or functions. So I'm going to throw this into fat tissue and store it away where it's not going to, it's not just going to put it in timeout where it can't get in trouble. But with mom's first baby, that lifetime of exposure, right? And, and, and all of us have varying levels of exposure. But whatever that exposure is during 
especially the, the breast milk production phase, when moms try to allocate resources and produce mom's milk for baby, you start to burn all that fat, you start to release all those toxins, and now we're pushing that into circulation. And a lot of that goes to baby through the breast milk. So we see a higher incidence. We're talking about this microbial exchange that's so important for mom to baby, but this, this toxin exchange also occurs, especially with mom's first baby. So yeah, being mindful of that, being aware, kind of doing, put all the checks in the boxes before preconception, before you actually get pregnant, you're having baby. Yeah, super critical. Wow, yeah. And not to mention the microbiome for moms too. Yeah. We, we know that the gum tissue becomes very permeable during pregnancy and you can pass those oral microbes from mom to baby through the gums getting into the blood and then that's passed on to the placenta. And that can be associated with preterm birth and other unwanted pregnancy outcomes. So the oral microbiome is even very important too. We tend to focus on the gut microbiome and, you know, our vitamin levels and things like that for Mm -hmm. conception. But the oral microbiome is really just as important. If not more. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, there's actually multiple, well, you know, there's multiple microbiomes, right? So there's like on your skin, you have a vaginal microbiome as well. And it's cool to see this topic actually just become more and more well-known. I mean, it's great that like gut health and gut microbiome is like so well-known at this point compared to where it was like 10 years ago, but it'll be very interesting to see how this continues to develop. I'm curious with the relation between testing with biome and candida. So I have had many clients come to me before and I myself have had issues with candida. So can biome detect candida what does that look like? And like, yeah, can you just elaborate on that for us? Yeah, definitely Viome can detect candida. We can go through your active microbe list. We deliver an active microbial diversity score um, within the app to look at your overall richness and diversity and then assess you there because diversity is an important metric for the, the health of your microbiome, right? Because the more diverse, then the more metabolic capacity your microbiome has to help meet your needs as an organism, right? So diversity has always been considered a, an important metric. But when we give that, that result, we give you your active microbial diversity. We also provide a list of your active microbes. And through that, you can go through and say, hey, are there candida species, are there other fungal species that are present? Now, I would urge caution there because just because there's candida present doesn't mean you have candidiasis or, you know, an overgrowth of candida or, or maybe necessarily something you need to address. Candida should be in our gut. It's a normal part of our microbiome. We expect to see it and other fungal species in our in a healthy microbiome. So I, I you know, would urge, urge caution against this knee-jerk reaction to like, oh, I see candida in my, in my biome results. This needs to be treated, right? You know, in the gut, it's the fungal activity plays much lower role compared to the oral space, which is interesting. Hillary just mentioned the importance of the oral cavity. We actually see a much important role of fungal species in the oral microbiome than we do in the gut. And that might just be a, a function of pure numbers, right? One species is going to be a drop in the bucket in the gut where you've got, you know, millions and billions of these cells and all this activity versus the oral microbiome, which is going to be um, much less diverse, much more isolated. And in terms of the oral microbiome and its protection and really the development of oral and throat cancers, we see fungal activity plays a, a, a primary role in the development of these these cancers, which is 
pretty interesting. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense because I think most people have some candida, but it doesn't necessarily mean you have candida overgrowth or it's at a point of serious concern. And there are other tests you can do to test that. That's not just like biome as well that like specializes in that. So I think that's good to kind of caution, like it's okay if you see it on the list of microbes when you get your recommendations and your, you know, the long PDF that you send with all of the different little bugs mentioned there, which I also think is just crazy (laughs) that you send that whole list. The other topic I wanted to just briefly ask you about is skin. So I get a lot of questions about skin, whether it's acne or eczema. Um, I've recently had like my first ever flare up of eczema in the last year. I've never had eczema before. Yeah. Um, and I'm obviously an adult, so it's, it's pretty surprising. I never had eczema as a kid or as a baby, like nothing like that. And it's been really puzzling for me to kind of figure out what is doing it. And I, I know the triggers now, but the triggers don't necessarily mean that that's the cause. So what is the relationship between gut health and eczema and maybe just gut health and like healthy skin in general? Well, you know, beauty starts from within. That's kind of our mantra. And just like we were talking about hormones, the the gut hormones playing a central role to skincare and especially some acne. And we all think about, you know, the teenage kid that's, you know, their hormones are raging and they begin to experience acne and, and issues there with their skin. The gut's going to play an important role. We kind of highlighted that. But when it comes to eczema and psoriasis, these are more allergy mediated these are immune system mediated conditions and it goes back to that the state and activity and inflammation really along the the digestive tract and you mentioned triggers what what things in the diet and what things in the lifestyle are triggering this inflammation and this response and 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 that manifests in different ways it's really interesting actually you mentioned that it was strange that you had adult onset eczema but it's actually quite common even that's part of my story. I, I didn't experience eczema, gosh, until my late 20s, early 30s, maybe. You know, I was working in the ER at the time, and we're constantly washing our hands with these antimicrobial soaps and using, you know, um, what we call foam in, foam out, and using the hand sanitizer and constantly washing and, and cleaning your hands. And so I thought I was reacting to the soaps, but then it turned out that, no, actually, it was my diet, my lifestyle, and I was able to identify things in my diet that I could pull out and calm that eczema. Now I've got a pretty good handle. But yeah, the exact mechanisms where we don't know, right? Um, it's like a, an area of ongoing research. For me, it's it's very distinct. Like I only get the eczema on my fingers and like between my fingers. It's a very distinct and characteristic pattern when it appears. I don't get it anywhere else on my body, but maybe for you, Brittany, I don't know what your experience is, but maybe you only get it on your arms or your legs or maybe it's on the in your scalp that's pretty common but but why why is it manifesting in these areas you know we don't really know but we know there's an immune trigger we know the guts involved we know these exposures are involved and then basically that it's a overactivity of the immune system that leads to the to the disorder yeah honestly it's really frustrating because especially when you're somebody who's very health conscious to have like a new symptom pop up and you're just kind of like, wait a minute, how is this even possible? I, you know, I'm doing all of these things to be healthy all of the time. But for mine, it's like on the back of my legs, and that's the only place it shows up. And it started showing up after I would sauna, because I sauna a lot, to be honest. Like if 
you know, maybe three, four times a week, less in the summer. But yeah, so it started showing up when I would sauna and, and use my local steam room. And so I was like, oh, heat is the trigger. But then I started thinking that actually it might be what the local community rec center that I go to and use their steam room, like the cleaning products they're using, because I think every morning they kind of like bleach the tile, right? Because it's so like bacteria, you know, overgrowth in there. So then I was thinking like, maybe it's the cleaning products. And I know a lot of people with eczema really like are very reactive to cleaning products because they're so harsh and toxic. So Right now, like, to be honest, right now doing this preconception cleanse, it's been interesting because my eczema has basically gone away. And so, like you said, like, it's probably more lifestyle diet focused than this one specific cleaning product. And I don't know, I find it frustrating myself and I feel like I know a lot, let alone like the average person just trying to manage this type of thing, you know? Yeah. And if sauna is the trigger, right? Like I just mentioned, we're, we're pushing a lot of these toxins into our fat. And that's one of the, the primary reasons we use sauna is to detoxify, right? We want to sweat, we want to activate. And the skin is a, a primary organ that we use to release toxins and push them out of the body. And we do that through the sweat. So if you are pushing out these toxins, they're going through your pores, through your sweat, and then it's lingering on your skin. And absolutely, that could be caustic and, and be, be causing the issue that would help me tie into your, your your cleanse and everything you're talking about for detoxification those two would seem to go hand in hand for sure no that makes a lot of sense i think just in general like most people are on like a health journey and so it's very much like experimental and that includes doing a test like viome right like whether you do just the gut or you do the oral and the blood test as well like i recommend doing the whole thing because you might as well get as much data on yourself as you can, in my opinion. Exactly. And then obviously you now have your supplements that are now you can send to Canada, which is really cool. And I want to look at this, especially for my husband, because I, w- <laughs> I know when I go through his results, I'm going to be like, okay, we need to get X, Y, and Z for you to kind of level up your game. And is that kind of like, I guess what people do, they, you know, they do the tests and then do most people like just get these supplements and start making these lifestyle changes in order to just I guess, feel better. Yeah, that's the idea. And it's all prepackaged for you. If you go ahead and buy the precision supplements, it's pretty costly to go and buy out all those individual ingredients on their own. We have a robotic compounding pharmacy that mixes us all this stuff up together just for you and packages it up, sends it to your home. So it really makes it convenient and easy for you to integrate these new changes. I love that. I love that it's like so easy and just made for you, right? And and we really do need that. Like we need to, I think in general, wellness and health is actually moving to a much more personalized approach. And I think your company just like fits perfectly into the trend of that right now. So you, you test, you get your results, like, and then, okay, here's the steps you need to improve your results. We provide those to you, you follow them. Maybe it's three months, four months, six months. And then you retest and now you get instant feedback and like, okay, what is my progress? What's worked? What hasn't? Where have I improved? Where can I move on? Right? Maybe it's my mitochondrial support. Maybe it's my biological age, but you get real time feedback on how your lifestyle, diet, nutrition have been impacting you and your microbiome. And then you keep moving, right? 
I always caution folks, a lot of people want to do one test and, and be done with it. But it's just like exercise. You need to continually adapt. You need to provide a new stimulus. You need to stay on top of your, your movement, your mobility. It's an active process, right? It's not just one thing we can do, be done with it and move on. If we want to continue to experience the benefits and have the, the positive uh, impact on our health and wellness, it's we have to stay engaged. And I think the Biome platform really um, helps facilitate that. It's really plug and play. You do the test, we give you the results in your app. And just by nature of retesting, you're automatically getting a new food plan. Your your superfoods often are changing, your avoid foods, we're giving you real-time feedback. And because we all kind of get stuck in our ruts, like, oh, hey, we're eating the same chicken, brown rice, and broccoli, you know, three days a week, just because it's easy, it's convenient, and we know it's like, quote, unquote, healthy. This change by retesting and, and, and getting those results in your app, it's, it's automatically, you know, shaking things up. And it encourages you to say, okay, well, hey, you know what, my superfoods have changed. Let me, you know, let me adapt my meal plans. Let me adapt my grocery list. Let me try to bring in more of uh, these artichokes or these leeks or, you know, maybe these, these pomegranates, maybe something I hadn't considered, you know, maybe I'm only doing strawberries because it's easy, but mm-hmm. I'm not familiar with how to, you know, prep a, a pomegranate. Um, so it helps kind of shake things up, push people out of their little comfort zones and improve their health and, and diversity within the diet and their microbiome. So yeah, we, we love it. And, and even from a medical perspective, you know, and there's such a need for more nutrition and health coaching in medicine and healthcare today it's really plug and play for providers where they don't have the time, the way the current system's set up, these medical doctors, they only have 10 or 15 minutes in their consult with their patients. And that's not because they don't want more time, but that's the way the insurance and the billing and the system set up. So um, having a plug and play platform to offer personalized nutrition for their patients to where really it's, we, you know, Vion tries to make it as simple as possible for you to incorporate the recommendations from day one, right? Even if you get your results, all you do is just pull out your avoid foods. You're already taking steps to improving your health. We're really happy with um, what we've been able to do and develop. And, and we're constantly trying to get better. I don't know saying we don't have growing pains and, and we can't do better. We're bringing in health coaching. We're trying to bring in new products. We hear the, the calls and, and questions of our customers. So we're, we're trying to be as broad um, and expensive, uh, really a one-stop shop for your nutrition and health and wellness that's because our mantra, right? Like our mantra is to, we want to prevent and cure chronic disease, right? It's this common plague that's uh, affecting westernized cultures. And we want to be a part of the solution. And we feel nutrition is the way through that and the microbiomes for sure. I love that. That's so smart. I used to have like clients come to me and say, can you read my biome results and give me like your opinion and like make sense of it for me. So I think it's awesome that you're actually bringing in health coaches to really support your business model and how you're supporting people because there's so many people who are struggling and they might get the results, but they still don't necessarily understand how to bring this day to day and like how to stick to it and what it might even mean. And so there's this like knowledge gap that tends to be there. So I'm glad that you're bringing in professionals to support that because there are definitely, definitely people who will pay for that because I used to do that. So <laughs> I know that they're out there. Yeah, absolutely. and it's so necessary. Lifestyle change is hard. Yeah, It's it so hard. And I mean, it's not, it's not like landing on the moon hard, but we, you have to break habits and you have to develop new habits. And so that behavioral change, it takes time and it takes discipline. And uh, it's hard to do a lot of times on your own. Um, and especially when there's so much conflicting information out there on what what you should do and what you shouldn't do. 
No, yeah. So yeah, we're happy to try to support our customers, and and, and we want to move them from you know point A to point B, and and you know their success is going to be our success, and that's how we view it. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I love that. So if people want to try Viome, where can they go, and what do you recommend they kind of start with? Yeah, so you can check out our website www.viome.com. Navigate to the testing page. I would recommend starting with the full body intelligence test. That's the test that Grant mentioned earlier. It gives you all of our tests. It's the most comprehensive test that we have. You collect stool, blood, and saliva. You get insights about your gut microbiome, your oral microbiome, and your, your human gene expression. From there, you'll get your results in an app. Check out your scores. See how you're doing where you need improvement. You'll also get your nutrition plan in there. So Grant mentioned this earlier too, your your avoid foods, your superfoods, what you should eat, your nutrition plan. And you'll also see your supplement formulation in there. We have three different offerings right now for supplements. With the full body intelligence, you can get your biotics. Those are pre and probiotics formulated in a stick pack as a powder. You pour those into your water, your juice, your smoothie, your yogurt, and that helps you know seed and feed your microbiome. We also have supplements. Those are in the form of capsules. You take eight per day, and those contain your personalized herbs, vitamins, minerals, whatever your body needs to help improve your scores. Hormone support work in there as well. Yeah, there's your hormone support. Andy talk support, yeah. Yeah, and then the newest offering that we have are oral lozenges, MyBiotics oral lozenges. These are like little breath mints formulated with pre, pro, and now postbiotics. Those are heat-killed bacteria that still have a really great benefit to your oral cavity. So you would take these after you brush your teeth, And this helps nourish your oral microbiome and help support your oral scores. So full body intelligence, like I said, most comprehensive offering that we have. It's going to give you like a full workup of what's going on with your body. And then those three solutions, well, three supplement solutions and your nutrition solution to help improve your scores. Nice. I love that. I definitely want to get some of those lozenges because... Yeah, I just think that's so smart. And I have never used anything like that before or even actually heard of something like that. So I think that's a really cool idea. And I have a discount code with Viome. I think it's BioBrit, like B-I-O-B-R-I-T. And I will link that in the show notes for everybody. It's also on my website. So if you do want to try Viome yourself, you can use that um, to get a discount off of the test that gets sent to you. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. This was great and super informative for everybody. Thanks, Brittany. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, Brittany. And happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Thanks for listening to another episode of biohacking with Brittany. If you're interested in finding the show notes or the sponsors for this episode, you can do so on my website, which is biohackingbrittany.com. Remember to follow me on Instagram where I'm most active. My handle is at biohackingbrittany. And if you're interested in working together and you want to email me directly, you can do that. My email is info at biohackingbrittany.com. And I look forward to hearing from you and having you tune in next week.